0: Hey, Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back Back to to the the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this, uh, I don't even know how to describe this episode of Back to the Best. I'm David.
1: And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the best times.
0: To all our first-time listeners, welcome. To all our former besties returning,
1: welcome back. And if you're listening for the first time, what an episode to be listening to. The
0: biggest treat to ever happen to us.
1: This is single-handedly getting us through this crazy time in the world. You can probably tell by the title of this episode, but we had the absolute privilege of interviewing someone from one of our favorite, our favorite groups of all time.
0: Favorite groups of all time. I owned every single one of their albums. I owned their DVDs
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's still blowing my mind. Cause, okay, let's get, let's get um, not dramatic. What word am I looking for? Let's get. Real? Not real. Personal? <laughs> no. What are you trying to say? Maybe dramatic. I don't know, okay, so when Grace and I started this podcast like almost two years ago now, our dream for this podcast, our goal was to eventually interview people that we grew up with that we idolized and loved and it's really happened today.
1: It really has, I think you said that perfectly because we that was what we wanted to do with this the whole time was to obviously relive the times that we love so much, the 90s to 2000s, but we always dreamed and hoped that we could interview people that we have just been huge fans of for so many years. And oh, it, this really is a dream come true. Um, and I was thinking about it. If, if either one of us were to know that we would get this opportunity when we started this podcast. We would think you were crazy. We would we would be we would have pe- fainted.
0: <laughs> Literally, guys. We interviewed oh. Joe from S Club Seven.
1: If you guys have been listening to any of our episodes, you know that we love S Club Seven. But truly, this interview meant so much to us. Um, we're so excited for you guys to hear it, Joe completely exceeded all of our expectations. She was so kind, so nice, and we are so, so grateful that she came on and did this interview with us. We're speechless, but we're not, but we're also speechless, but we're also not, because we're so excited that we can't stop talking about it. (laughs) Let's
0: let's just play the interview. Um, Let's get into it. Everyone, get ready for the best 25 to 30 minutes of our podcast life.
1: Oh, enjoy it. Enjoy Joe from S Club.
2: How's things?
0: Good, how are you doing over there?
2: Yes, I'm doing well.
0: Yeah, let's see, because it's almost 5 o'clock for you, right?
2: Oh my, it's hard, yeah, 25 to 5. Okay. Yeah.
0: How's your quarantine life going?
2: It's all right, yeah. It's fine, just got to get on and do it, eh?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've been loving all your Instagram videos of you doing the songs and everything from your house.
2: Oh, good, I'm glad you're enjoying (laughs) them.
0: Well, Joe. okay, first of all, we just have to say we are... The biggest S Club fans and biggest fans of you. So thank you so much for doing this.
2: You know, thank you for asking me. I'm looking forward
0: to it. Yeah, same. We, whenever I um, texted my family and I was like, we're gonna talk to Joe Amira. And my mom was like, I still have seen Double at Home. Do you need to rewatch it? <laughs>
2: <I was> like, <laughs> that old classic, eh? That's
0: so good. <laughs>
1: We have it as well. When I told my cousin, she was like, well, I'm going to watch it just to give you, like, inspiration from across the country.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I know we touched on it a little bit, but just now that Grace is here. So how are you handling the quarantine? Like I said, we've been absolutely loving your Instagram videos of you doing your songs.
2: (laughs) Well, we've got to keep ourselves entertained somehow, so I'd just do it by singing. But, yeah, do you know what? It's fine, you know. I think you just got to get on and do what people are asking us to do so we can get over this quicker. I think the quicker people realize that, the quicker we'll be out of it all. you know, stay home. Seriously. It's so true. I feel like that's what they're preaching
1: for everyone to do. And then as long as people just try to, I, I know like you have to go to the grocery
2: store, but other than that. Exactly. I mean, obviously like to get your groceries and stuff like that. Yeah. But just, just. If you don't need anything, essentially, then just don't bother doing it, you know, because it's just keeping everybody locked up and and it's dangerous. Oh, I know. It really is so dangerous. Yeah.
0: All right. So we'd love to ask you some questions just about your career and everything like that, if that's all right. So obviously we know you from S Club 7, but how did you actually get started singing? How young were you whenever you started?
2: I was, I was 12 and We was at a karaoke and I literally just got up and sung the locomotion because my dad was going, go on, go on, get up and do it, get up and do it. So I got up and I did it and I didn't even know I could sing at this point and it was actually just in tune and I got a clap and then I got a bug for it and it literally started from there. And And then I just started doing karaoke a couple of times a week and learning new songs and trying different things and then it went from doing that doing talent competitions and then working my way up the talent competition chain and um then I got a job as a singer like working in a country in western restaurant and that's Ooh. when yeah and that's when um I was picked for S Club 7.
1: So from country singing to S Club 7? <laughs>
0: That's amazing.
1: I feel like that will be the title of this podcast interview, Country Singing to S Club 7. Anyone can do it.
0: And so what was the... So did you know anybody from S Club 7 before, or was there like an audition process? How did that all come together? How did that come to be?
2: So I was, like I said, I was picked to go for the audition, and then it was just like rounds of auditions. And um, I went and done it, and I think I sang... Sang, and now there you go again. Say that one. Is it
0: Mac? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I did that one, and then I'd done Hopelessly Devoted to You. Oh, I love that song. And then I didn't think no more of it after that, really. And then about three or four days after, I got a phone call to say I'd had a recall, so could I go back? And then they wanted me to sing an up-tempo song, so. Because I've only ever sung sort of ballad songs, I didn't know what to do. So I done "I Want to Dance with Somebody," Whitney. Ah, so good. And then that was the, literally the next day. They went, "Yeah, you're in." So, wow, pretty, uh, quick.
0: That's wow. amazing.
2: that's so
1: great. And those are, oh my God, those are such great audition songs. <laughs>
2: well, they worked.
0: <laughs> hey, it got you through.
2: They got the job, so it was all good.
0: <laughs> so whenever you auditioned, was it planned to just be a band or was it for the show, which came first?
2: You know what? The TV show came first and then the music followed the TV. But it was always going to be both. But we didn't know whether we was going to be a band first and then get a TV show. Okay. And, but it popped up that we decided to do the show first because then we could use the music in the show and then release the songs on from there. So that's Oh, that's true.
1: It happened, yeah. Was that weird to kind of do an acting thing?
2: <laughs> you run it over there, didn't you, on Fox? Was it on on Fox, Fox Family. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Every Saturday morning.
2: That was what I was gonna say. <laughs> <when> we,
0: <laughs> we both totally
1: watched it. It was like a normal thing here. <laughs>
0: I remember once I was at a sleepover, and I remember calling my mom and was like, you have to set the VHS to record S-Clip tomorrow morning.
2: (laughs) Oh, the VHS.
0: It's like back when you had to set the timer, no DVR, anything like that.
2: Good old days,
1: eh? I was going to say, those were the days. We probably have it recorded at home on some VHS in my basement. (laughs) Because that was how you did everything.
2: Yeah. We was, were was very lucky as a band, you know, we got to do a lot of things and travel pretty much the whole world, so oh. I'm grateful for that. That
0: mm. is great. Was it your first time to the States whenever you came over to film?
2: No, I'd been over to the States before. I went to MacArthur's Park.
0: Okay. Oh, okay.
2: Because I used to be, uh, before S Club, I was in another band called Two Four Family, and we recorded our first single... And I was in the middle of the lake in MacArthur's Park. Oh! It like I was like floating on the water. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the first time that I went. And then, unluckily <laughs> for me, I was only 16. I'd lost my passport, but my passport had gone missing, and I had to stay an oh. extra day and get myself back to Germany. It was all fun.
0: Oh, oh no!
1: My I feel like everything you've told us already, we have to add to like our bucket list. We need to do
0: all of these things.
2: I grew up pretty quick that day, I can tell you that.
0: <laughs> <I bet. laughs> so then you actually did film in Miami, is that right?
2: Yes. Yeah. That was did our you... first wasn't it? Miami seven.
0: We did you like Miami?
2: It was really good, but we was all so young, so we didn't ever get to experience like the nightlife. I think Paul and Tina were the only two that could actually go out and have drinks in the evening because the, the rest of us were all like, John was only 15.
0: Oh, wow, so like, he's young.
2: Yeah, I wow. We, I think Bradley was 16. So no one could go out and do anything. So we we missed out quite a lot because Miami sort of South Beach is a lot of fun. So I would have liked to have been old enough to experience it a bit more.
0: Yeah, I've actually never been to Miami, but yeah, I've heard the same thing, that yeah. that's just like insane. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've only been once, but I was also too young that I, we didn't experience any of that.
2: <laughs> so we're all in the same boat?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so then the next two seasons were in L.A., Hollywood.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How did you like living over here?
2: Oh, we all loved it. I think we all loved L.A. because it just, because um, we spent so much time there. We literally did live there for like a long time, so... We got to know our way around and find our favourite places. and It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun back then.
1: Did you do you have any favourite spots that you guys remember?
2: Well, I was saying earlier, I love Venice Beach.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I always love Venice Beach. And there was another place, and I can't think what it was called, but it was really sort of like full of tattooists and um, like really trendy, like little flea markets and oh there's a lot of farmers markets so it could have been one of those it was really cool but I can't think what it was called now but Mm. all of LA I really loved I just loved I loved being in America it was like it was literally like a home from home for us
1: well we're the opposite we love where you're from (laughs) we (laughs) we're both obsessed with the UK Uh, right well that's true We both grew up in different areas, so I feel like we're used to different weather as well. Living out here, of course, you get a lot more sun, but we've both been to England and we just already are, well, when we're able to, we want to go back so bad. Oh, cool. Well,
2: you're always welcome. So just
0: come (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Um, Were you, okay, so whenever you guys did, um, I think it was season three, Whenever you were in Hollywood and you had um, Barry Williams as your manager, were you guys Brady Bunch fans, or was that like a big deal? Did you know who he was?
2: Of course, it was. I mean, like, to be honest, I didn't really know what the Brady Bunch was, but I learned pretty quick because he's a big star, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he was so lovely. Oh. We have so much fun, like behind the scenes and off off screen. He was just he was a lot of fun to be around. So we was very lucky. We worked with some really like 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 good people like um and Nikki from Greece we worked with and oh, Linda Blair, yeah. she was our landlady, I think that was in oh, that's was, right. that was LA 7 wasn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my yeah. gosh I forgot about that, you guys did work with a lot of great people mm, very lucky yeah
0: so then that had to be a huge shift to go from LA, Hollywood then to season 4 in Spain oh yeah
2: yeah. Well, 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 of course it was hard because of the language barrier and um, sure. mm. Because a lot of, like, the crew obviously was Spanish, so they'd be shouting direction, and we'd just all be, like, looking at one another. <laughs> <you want> <laughs> so that, that used to cause quite a few problems on, on set, and then the director would be screaming because he didn't get the shot in time because we weren't where we were supposed to be. A uh, lot of long days in Spain, a lot of days.
1: <laughs> Most of the time just trying to figure out what in the world you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty much.
0: That's so funny. So you did that, and then the movie was after that, correct?
2: Then we done the movie, yeah.
0: Oh, I love the movie. <laughs> did
2: you like know the movie? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: It was very different, very different. It was a lot of work. Because I think we filmed the whole thing in, like, three or four weeks. Really? Wow. Yeah, because we had to get it done pretty quick. Because I'll tell you why it was. Because we had to get back, because we was going on tour. And we had to get back get over and do the um, tour rehearsals. So we everything we'd done, we was on such a tight schedule. So we didn't have a lot of time to sort of like, re- rehearse for the movie. So we pretty much learned it and recorded it in four weeks.
0: That's great. And oh you guys gosh. were like, doing two parts each.
2: Yeah, and playing two parts
0: each.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <because laughs> the phone as well.
0: That's a lot in four weeks.
2: It was. You guys perfected your
1: acting chops as well. <laughs> yeah
0: do you have any um favorite songs from being in us club
2: uh well obviously reach for the stars will always be one of them because that's the one that's probably the most recognized from us but i I always liked a lot of album tracks to be honest like all in love is fair Cross my heart Mm. um sunshine another one i like good times like I think the S Club songs were just uplifting and all fun. I can't actually think of any that I really hated.
0: Mm. Well, that's good. Which is good. <laughs> Which could is be not- worse.
2: <laughs> uh, but no, I think we've deserve- got some good songs.
0: I don't know what we would have done if you were like, actually, I hated every single song that we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Um, so what did you do like around the time when S Club ended? What was that whole transition like?
2: That was, do you know what? It was really weird because I remember the last show that we ever done, we'd done um, a gig at a big, massive nightclub here called GAY. And then after we finished that gig, we sort of just all looked at one another as if to say, well, that's it. And then we Mm. all got in our separate cars and I'm driving on the way home. I thought, what am I going to do tomorrow? Because we'd literally lived off of an itinerary every single day for five years, pretty much. So, When there was nothing in the diary the next day, it sort of, it made you feel a bit like, don't know what to do, but I soon found out what to do. I took a good long break. I took a good time out just to be me again, I guess, and not be Joe from S Club 7, just to be Joe O'Mara.
1: Because especially how you were saying your schedules were so tight and so back to back, I imagine it was exhaust, it was fun, but probably exhausting.
2: Oh wow, yeah, it was. I mean we used to we used to get our sleep on flights because mm. that's our sleep time because the second we'd get off of a plane it was literally straight to the hotel, hair makeup, and then onto the TV or onto the festival, whatever it was that we was doing. And some days we used to get off the plane and not even know what country we was actually in.
1: Wow. <laughs>
2: <That's crazy. laughs> That actually did happen. I remember once thinking I was in Germany and I was in like Bali or somewhere, like somewhere like completely the other side of the world. We just did not have a clue. Because we always just used to just literally get on the flight and go, don't. <laughs> I <laughs> bet. Wake up, wake up and smile. <laughs> it,
1: was, we got, it sounds exciting.
2: It was. Well, I think when you're young and you travel in the world and you see seeing things you would have never got to see without being in the band. You know, you've got to count your blessings and, and feel grateful for that.
1: Yeah, yeah well, that's totally. I, I imagine that's definitely in the back of your mind all the time. Like you are tired, you're working, but it is an
0: amazing opportunity.
2: Yeah, and doing a job that I love, so.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. How old were you whenever um, as Club started, did you say?
2: I turned, uh, just turned 19.
0: 19, okay. Oh
2: my gosh,
0: that's the dream. <laughs> 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 so then you had your first solo album, Relentless, what was that like after you know recording so many albums with a band, then going on to doing it on your own?
2: Oh, amazing, because I was able to be more creative and sing songs that I felt were more, more me, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm also in a very lucky position that I'm doing another album right now with the same team that done the Relentless album. So once this lockdown is finished and over with, I'll be heading straight into the studio to get cracking on that.
1: Oh, that's, that's
2: exciting. Yeah, I'm really, really excited.
1: Oh, hopefully sooner than later then. <laughs>
2: Please God, yeah, because, I mean, the album was supposed to be released in the summer, but obviously because of all what's been going on, um, it's been delayed. I don't know until when. All I can say is it's definitely out this year. It
0: definitely is that's so exciting. We can't wait.
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna, it's gonna be really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you right? do you write your own music?
2: I do, yes, I will be writing. I've got, Obviously, um, Brian Rawlings and the Metrophonic team have got a fantastic stable of writers anyway, so I'll be collaborating and working alongside those. Oh,
0: that's amazing. Oh, great.
1: Because in S Club, was it more of a collaboration with all of you for the songs? Like, did you guys kind of share the control over songs?
2: Yeah, well, to be honest, a lot of the songs were already pre-written, and a few of them we managed to put our own little stamp on. But S Club 7 was was a made thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, if we absolutely hated a song, we wouldn't be made to do it. But when you're young and the boss is no better than you, you have to listen to what they say. And, and Reach for the Stars is proof of that. Because when that song first came about, it was this guy came in with his guitar and he started playing it. And we've, I remember looking at Rachel. And then Rachel's looked at John and we've all gone, what is this?
0: <laughs> really? <laughs>
2: Obviously. And it was Reach for the Stars. <gasps> well,
0: Thank listen. God you recorded it. I know.
2: <laughs> listen to people who know what they're doing.
0: <laughs> Clearly. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I sometimes
1: think that with songs, like, did the artist know at the time just how big that song was going to be? And clearly, you never know.
2: Exactly. I don't think that you ever do know what song's going to hit it or, or fail. You've just got to trust your gut and go with it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, and then you guys had the S Club reunion, which, how, what was that like to be back together?
2: It was very surreal because we'd all obviously had a long break from one another, and not seen each other for years. And people had got married and had children, and we weren't the crazy sort of young kids anymore. Everyone sort of grown up and got mortgages and you know, grown up. <laughs> wives, so, but we, you know what? As soon as we all got together and we got in the rehearsal room and started going through the routines, it just all come back.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: It was a lot of fun, and I think it was a lot more fun this time around because we wasn't so tired, and it, there weren't no pressure. It was just a reunion to celebrate s Club 7 and the music.
0: Yeah. How do you guys stay in touch since then?
2: Uh, we do, yeah. Uh, we do all stay in touch. Not, not every day, you know, but we sort of, like, reach out every once in a while. Like, it was Rachel's birthday the other day, so I just sent her a little happy birthday, and Hannah instagrammed me the other day so we all sort of like keep little tabs
1: sure oh that's so nice and then you are also a part of s club three yes is that does that feel the same because it's still like three of you or like i'm sure it's still fun but it's obviously not the whole group
2: no do you know what it's it's been really nice actually because we've managed to play more intimate gigs and be a little bit more hands-on with fans, and that's true. Do you know what I mean? So the mm-hmm. seven of us, it's on such a bigger scale and it's in arenas, and you can't really engage with your audience. Whereas when it's been the three of us, we can. Mm. And so and it's all to do with the songs. Once you're up there performing with the songs and you look across at one another and stuff, it does. It does still feel really good.
0: Oh. You guys were going to do, you had some shows planned this summer, right? That I'm assuming probably got yeah. cancelled because of everything. Yeah. yeah. They've all
2: Look, been cancelled. Well, not cancelled. They've been postponed until this is all over.
0: Well, if you ever bring it over to the US, we will be front row. <laughs> front row. <laughs> we would
2: love that. Most
1: definitely. Yeah. Well, I guess we've kind of been talking about it a bit, but going along with, like, it's crazy to think because your music has been around for so long and like 20 plus years at this point. What is that like to know that so many people, I mean us included, <laughs> are such big fans of S Club and it has like oh, kind of cu- carried a, through carried through our lives with us, all of those songs.
2: I think we're all so lucky that the songs have always stood the test of time and, you know, like reach for the stars and, and bring it all back and sort of a lot of S-Club songs over, in, over here are mm. now being passed on to the younger generation where they're played in like baby sensory classes and preschools and play schools So, in you know, S-Club are as well so um, it's, it's nice to watch it going down the generations and I've seen before like when we've done shows and stuff it's been the parents that have been the fans but now they're bringing their kids to the shows hmm so it's it's really cool.
1: I feel like the songs really are timeless. Like I still listen, and I remember, I remember like the first time I heard certain
2: songs. It takes people back to probably a carefree, happier, easier time when when you were younger and in your teens or whatever. You know, it's like a nostalgic thing, isn't it? Definitely. Oh my gosh! I also remember.
0: Like, whenever, what was it, Two in a Million came out, and, like, I bought it whenever you could still buy just one song on a CD, like the singles, I remember (laughs) having that.
2: Ah, that was a great song.
0: That was a good song. (laughs) So whenever you're in a band like that and there's seven of you, do they kind of tell you who's going to be singing certain parts, or is that something that you figured out together?
2: Um, I think it was just all down to who suited the vocal the most.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because everyone had completely different styles of, of singing, so... Sure. That was it, really. <laughs>
0: I think that's all I have on my end, Grace, unless you have anything on yours.
1: I mean, just about your solo album, but you don't know officially when it will be, because it's kind of put on hold?
2: Yeah, well, all I can say is it's 100% happening, and it's 100% being released this year. Oh, Yay.
0: We can't wait. Do you know if it's going to be available on like Spotify over here or iTunes and stuff like that?
2: It will be. Yeah, it's going to be going all over the world. So it will be available on all streaming platforms.
0: Perfect. (gasps) Uh, Have you gone on a solo tour? Did you go on a tour with like your first album?
2: I did. Yeah, I did like a little mini tour with the Relentless album. But on this one, I'm hoping to be able to travel a lot more and um, maybe come visit you guys.
0: We would love that. We
2: would love it. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys definitely are like very big over here. Anybody that we've told that we were going to talk to you is like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: so, yeah.
0: Cool. so you definitely have a huge fan base over here if you bring the tour over.
2: <laughs> I will
0: do. I guess it's kind of late for you over there. It's early for us. Oh
2: yeah,
1: I keep forgetting that.
2: Uh, it's just after five. Not mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> My day's coming to the end and your day's just beginning.
1: However, we're going to fill our day today in the quarantine. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Seriously, it means so much to us that you even took the time to chat with us.
2: Thank you guys for having me. Oh, thank you. so nice to meet you. It was so nice to, so so to, nice to talk you. to you. And oh, we look
1: forward you. to your album.
2: Thank you very much. I'm looking forward
1: to seeing you all soon. Perfect. Thank you so much. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: Okay, so i I don't know how much you guys caught on. We had a couple technical difficulties.
1: Yes. So, um, we used Skype for this interview, which David and I have. We test. We did a test run of it over the last couple days. But of course, just how things tend to go sometimes, the day of. we were all on Skype and then I tried to also record the interview just to have a backup one and it kicked me off. So there was a little bit of technical difficulties, but David and Joe just chatted while I figured that out and I kind of went from being on my phone and then we got it all good on the computer. Um, so we're so sorry about that and so sorry to you as well, Joe, that <laughs> there were those technical difficulties, but I'm glad that we worked it out.
0: And... I know we said this like so many times, we are huge fans. So a million thank yous to Jo for joining us and talking Mm -hmm. to us and answering all of our questions about S Club and her career and just everything. This was such a dream come true, not to like, you know.
1: Never had a dream come true till the the day day that we we interviewed interviewed you. you.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I hate us. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I would tell people that we were interviewing, I was like, I'm more nervous that this is the first interview that I'm really going to have to like hone it in and be like, you are like, this is like, you have to act professional because you can't.
1: I know. I think, I know that we did. We definitely, I mean, we were honest and we told her like if S Club 3 or if she ever took her solo tour over here to the US, we would without a doubt be there. And I, I think that's just the truth. We're just, we love her so there, much. There was no, her
0: I knew we, like, there's no way to hide. Like, as soon as we started, I had to just be like, all right, let's get get this out of the way. We're huge fans.
1: I know. It We we're, were just also, we so excited that we, <laughs> I think I was beaming, like I was smiling so big, but. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this interview. It was the highlight of our entire life.
0: This is one of those that I'm so grateful that we have this video and the recording Mm -hmm. because it's such a blur.
1: I I think I blacked out. My my, um, Skype failed me. So there was a bit of it that I missed, but yeah, I'm so, so then, glad that it jumped back on.
0: So then on my side, I could see Joe, but I couldn't see Grace. So then I'm texting Grace and I was like, I can't see you. But then Joe said she could see her and it was a whole thing. I could but... see
1: everyone. Joe and I could see all three. I think just you could see her. Because I had it, I had it on the, like
0: the weird speaker mode where like whoever's speaking is the full screen. And oh. so it would be Joe full screen speaking. <laughs> and then whenever you would come on, it would just say the letter G. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Well, at least the, the video came out pretty good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, You guys, if you're not already following Joe, go give her a follow. J O underscore O M E A R A. Um, She has a new solo album so you can keep up with her. She's been doing a bunch of Instagrams like we mentioned where she's, you know, during this quarantine singing from her place and yeah.
1: She was so lovely. We're so grateful. Joe, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. We are so appreciative. Oh my gosh.
0: And while you're giving her a follow, like, I don't know, feel free to give us one too. We're at BTTB, at BTTB podcast. You can check out our website, bttbpodcast.com. And we would be so grateful for that.
1: Yeah. And you guys follow us on TikTok. We just hit a thousand followers on TikTok. Yeah, we're like 1100 now. That is
0: so crazy, but... We have had Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for over a year. We get TikTok in less than two weeks. We get more (laughs) followers than any of those other platforms.
1: TikTok is so popular right now too, but thank you to anyone who's following us. And if you're an S Club fan, go ahead and share this podcast, send it to people who also love S Club, um, tell them about Joe and her solo album that is coming out this year, and just, yeah, share it because it was she was so so lovely. And you guys,
0: thank you so much for listening and do us a favor, join us next time where yeah. we are gonna keep taking you
1: back to the best. Bye.
0: Bye.